Welcome to the Fearlessly Feminine podcast by Eloise Burton. Hi everyone, today I thought it'd be a good idea to talk to you about a morning routine. It's something that I've mentioned a couple of times in the few podcast episodes I've done and I I was walking back from the station today all ready to record it and then I realised that I didn't have a very good headset so you probably wouldn't have been able to hear what I was saying. Um, So what I'm going to talk about today, like I said, is morning routines and one of the reasons this came up for me as something I wanted to do quite urgently for you is I was with a client yesterday and we managed to figure out that she actually had quite a poor morning routine and it didn't set her up in a great mood in the morning and it got me thinking about what I do and how I do it. Now don't get me wrong, this should be a habit but It's something that I often do forget to do and I have to remind myself and there are ways that you can do that. Really simple way that I do is I set myself an alarm and I actually call it morning routine and then it reminds me to do it. But some bits I find easier than others to stick and other times, you know, I just forget to do it. But after a period of time of forgetting to do it, I start to notice that my productivity slows down and the way I feel doesn't feel quite so shiny. So there's definitely a benefit to doing this morning routine. And I've studied lots of really successful people and they all have a morning routine. Now, they tend to advocate getting up at five o'clock in the morning. And I have to say that makes me think they're a little bit bonkers because that for me is the middle of the night. I'm rarely awake before seven and it does take me a good hour to sort of come out of hibernation and be almost fully functioning. So I'm not going to encourage you to get up at five unless that works for you. Some people are real early birds. I'm not. I'm a middle of the day type person. But the key is to do it as often as you possibly can and make it become a habit. Habits actually encourage something called the compound effect, which I'm sure some of you have heard of. And the compound effect, I will do a whole episode on that because it absolutely fascinates and excites me. The compound effect basically talks about doing a tiny, seemingly insignificant action every single day or regularly, consistency, sorry, consistently. And then over time, it gets momentum. So initially, it's a bit like pushing a boulder up the hill. But eventually it gets easier and easier and easier. And before you know it, it's got a momentum all of its own. It works with all sorts of things, health, money, food, diet, all sorts of things. And it can help with productivity and also how you feel about yourself as well. So, as I said, most successful people have rigorous morning routines. Mine is not rigorous. I'm going to say mine is a bit more realistic. I would much rather stay in bed than get up and exercise in the morning. I am not keen to write a whole hour's worth of writing first thing in the morning. Mine is a realistic, fit into your life, normal kind of routine. I think it's a, a more, a, a much simpler approach to the alternatives that other people present which take up some some of them take up hours mine takes up probably a grand total of three minutes so um, I'm going to stop talking about why you should do it and what it is I'm just going to go in and let you know what my morning habits are my morning routine so the first thing I do when I open my eyes or when I realize I'm awake is I remind myself to think of three things that I'm grateful for 
Now, some people really struggle with this and there have been days when I've really struggled with this as well. It really does depend on the mood that you've woken up on, up in. But you can always be grateful for something, okay? Even being grateful that you've woken up is, is a great place to start. So if you're suffering um, from not feeling fantastic, think, you know what, I woke up today. There's people that didn't. It's quite it's quite a humbling thing to be grateful for. And, you know, I, I sometimes I think, oh, I'm, I'm so grateful that it's not raining. Or, for example, when we've had a nice hot spell, I'm grateful that it is raining because <laughs> I don't have to water my plants. And sometimes I have themes. So I might have a family theme for gratitude one day. I might have a health theme. I might have a money theme. And uh, just three things, and it can be three little things that I'm grateful for. And I just state, state them in my head. That's all I do. And I remind myself that I've got a lot to be grateful for. And that gratitude actually sets you up in a really nice mood for the rest of your day if you've ever opened your curtains and it's been chucking down with rain and you've gone oh it's raining well the rest of your day is going to feel ugh. but if you think you know what it's raining but I've got a lot more to be thankful for you're just going to be in a better mood it's like you've got a different pair of glasses on different color lens um, and not a gray one so the gratitude is the first thing I do it, it literally takes seconds three things the next thing I do is I always have my planner next to my bed and, and I know a lot of you ladies love a, a beautiful notebook so this is definitely a reason to go and buy a notebook. I write a to-do list which sounds pretty dull but I only allow myself three things to go on my to-do list. Why do I allow myself three things? Well, three things is definitely doable isn't it? Most, most people can get three things done in a day. And I found that when I had a list of like 15, 20 things, I would feel really bad if I only achieved a few of them. But if you only achieve one on a list of three, you're kind of a third there. So it's not so much of a hard, um, upsetting thing if you don't achieve all of them. But then also you've got the added momentum that there's only three things on your list, so you can probably get it all done anyway. I'm going to give you a bonus tip here as well. What is really, really important is that you do the thing you least want to do out of those three things first before you do anything else. And the reason for that is uh, Brian Tracy calls these horrible tasks or things we don't want to do, he calls them frogs. And frogs are big and slimy and ugly and some of them are bigger and slimier and uglier than others. But if you leave them sat there looking at you, you end up feeling nervous, anxious, afraid, demotivated, or you might even ignore them altogether, i.e. not get them done. If you put a frog down as number three, what will happen is it's like driving with the brakes on. You won't be too keen to do number one and number two because you know what's coming so what happens is your productivity reduces significantly because if you achieve one and two, you've now got to face number three, haven't you? Your big, horrible, ugly frog. Do your big, ugly, slimy frog first. It will absolutely make you feel like you're smashing it out of the park because you achieved something that you weren't really that keen on. It kickstarts your 
just your energy for the day. You're like, yes, I don't have anything awful in my future for like for this day. It's done. The worst thing is out of the way. So that's my top tip, really. Get your the thing that you least want to do done first. That's the bonus tip for writing down three things. And three for me is the magic number. It's not over. I can actually still achieve quite a lot even if I only get three things done. And what I often find is because I've only got three things, I I get more done. As soon as I've ticked off all three, I'm off. I'm getting other things done. It's very motivating. And the third thing that I do every day, well, the third thing that I try and remember to do is to make my bed. Okay, and this is something that I learnt to do when I was in the Navy. I never really understood it, but they made a really big deal out of making your bed and making it well. And they'd come and check. (laughs) And if you didn't do it well, you had to do it again. And it seemed really annoying. I was a teenager at the time. Of course, teenagers never make their beds, do they? So... It didn't. Re- I didn't really get it, and I probably didn't even really get it until a year or so ago. But what it actually does, what making your bed does, is it sets you up for achievement. Even though it might not be on your list, hopefully it's not on your list, because it literally takes seconds. Even though it may not be on your list, if you achieve that, that's job number one done. Tick. Right, we're in an achievement mindset now. What am I going to do now? And it actually encourages you to go through those three things on your to-do list. Now, when I when I stop my morning routine, this is the thing that actually, I even stand there and I look at my bed and I think, really, what difference is it going to make if I don't make my bed, if I don't throw that duvet out sort of halfway straight? And I might walk away from it. But you know what? It It, it does compound. After a couple of days of not doing it, my productivity slides because I'm not set up for achievement right from the second I get out of bed. It's a fascinating thing, but if you make your bed first thing, it will feel like you're on a roll already. And the other thing that it gives you is when you go to bed at night, it's nice getting into a made bed. It's For some reason, it's nicer than getting into an unmade bed. I know it's the same thing, but our minds are complicated things, aren't they? So that's my morning routine. Wake up, think of three things. Sometimes I really do have to dig around for that, depending on the mood that I'm in. Other times it comes really easily and themes really, really help me. The other thing I do is I write three things. Three is my magic number, as I'm sure you're starting to get. I write three things that I need to do today or want to do today. And I make sure, for added bonus, that the task that I least want to do is the first thing I do on my list to keep me to keep me extra motivated and to ensure that I don't slow down as I get closer to it. And the third thing I do in my morning routine is make my bed because that sets me up for achievement. That's the first achievement of the day. So some of you might be thinking, do you know what? That's great, but you take an hour to wake up. I literally hit the alarm, jump out of bed and I'm in my car. That's fine. You can... You can do your gratitude anywhere. You could do it on the loo. (laughs) You could do it whilst you're brushing your teeth. You could even do it whilst you were driving to work or sitting on the train. You can think about things that you're grateful for. Yeah, because I'm I'm quite certain that you'll be thinking about things that you don't want to do and things that you're dreading. Why not change it up? Why not think about things that you're really grateful for? 
the bed, okay, get a duvet, two seconds, shake it out, done. <laughs> make it make it as part of getting dressed or something like that. I really do believe that that is a lot more powerful than even I can fathom. I would say make a couple of seconds for that. You know, if you can even get up 30 seconds earlier, that would be amazing just to fit that in. And hopefully, you know, if you don't have time to plan your day before you go to work, hopefully you sit down at work and think, what is it I've got to get done today? Because lists are actually really useful. And I have got a podcast episode dedicated to lists coming up. So if you like a list, you're going to love that podcast. But why not just add your three things that you want to do for you onto your work list as well? Or maybe think about grouping some of your work tasks into just three things. So it might be meetings, emails, and I don't know, something else, calls, rather than call client A, call client B. The key is three for me. You might find that you have a bigger or smaller number. If you ever start to notice that you're overwhelmed, your number's too big. You need to reduce it. Okay. So it may seem silly and insignificant. Okay, as I've said, you know, what good is three things on my list going to do? What good is three things I'm grateful for going to do? And what good is taking a few seconds to make my bed going to do? But if you do this every day consistently you will start to notice doing things is a bit easier. And then if you do it over a longer period of time, it's even easier. And eventually it will become an automatic habit. If you, like me, find yourself stood there looking at your bed thinking, what is the point? Just do it anyway, because it will make a difference. And if nothing else, if all this does for you is give you a lovely feeling when you come up to bed at the end of the day and you can get into a made bed, then that would have been worth it for sure. So when's the best time to start this? In all honesty, like I said, I I started the bed making when I was in my late teens when I joined the Navy. I wish I'd started this morning routine years, decades ago. The truth of the matter is I started it maybe a year ago And I have been a bit on and off with it, but I'm making a concerted effort to turn this into a real ingrained habit now because I know that when I do it, things are easier, things feel better, I feel better and procrastination virtually disappears. When I've stopped it for a few days, it's really hard to get that traction again. It's like starting pushing that boulder up the hill again. So try try it, start it tomorrow. And keep going, keep going. And the more you do it, the easier it will be and the more benefits you'll see from it. First day, you might not see anything. Second day, you might think, okay, but it will it will build momentum. So I'd love to know how these work for you. I'd also love to know if you've got a different morning routine or something that you could add in or switch in for this and let me know because I'm always up for modifying my routine but also I'm always up for keeping it really simple. We are busy, busy people and we don't need to be adding another hour onto our day of filling it up with stuff. So I'd love to hear what you do in the morning and what works for you. This is what's working for me at the moment and I'm going to make a really big effort to make it a habit. I hope you found this useful and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Fearlessly Feminine podcast by Eloise Burton. We'll see you next time.